and that we all need to take some time to unplug from this world and get back to the things that matter the most. Friendships, family, sunshine, good food, and a pina colada made with the best rum you can find. Hey you, my name's Jan Ditchfield, and I'm an award-winning business strategist who's turned a 20-plus year career in the real world into a six-figure online business helping women just like you to do the same. I love talking all things marketing, sales, and online strategies. But without the fluff and the cookie-cutter advice that's filling your feed on the gram, I teach you the step-by-step tips on how to turn your real-world expertise into a profitable online business without losing your money or your mind in the process. There's no shying away from the straight talk. Money, struggles, business hacks, online marketing, and social media strategies are all topics we talk about. Think of this as your webinar and trend-free cocktail hour convo with a good friend who understands the depth of your expertise and exactly how to translate that into a profitable online business without the BS. If you're a real-world business owner or a subject matter expert trying to navigate online marketing and digital sales for the first time, this is a show for you. Welcome to No BS Business School. I'm just settling back into work after taking two weeks off to have a family vacation. And it is the first time that I've been able to go away in a very, very long time. Partially that was because of the pandemic and being in lockdown for so long. And then the other part of it was just life. It just seemed for a really long time, no matter how much I wanted to plan to take a trip, it just never happened. And it's also the very first time I've done something like this as the owner of my own business, taking extended leave away from it versus leaving on a vacation as an employee. And I've never been good about this in the past. I've never been the person that was like, yep, I'm actually going to unplug and walk away. I've always brought my work with me. So in the past, when I was running my own businesses and I ran my two social enterprises, if I was taking time off, I was still working. But this time when I landed in the Caribbean with my family, I decided I was actually going to unplug which wasn't my first plan. I thought that I'd be able to go down there and still continue to do the things that I would normally do here. All my podcasts were already recorded and everything was programmed, but I was like, well, I can just do my social media in real time. I can write emails while I'm down there. I'll just keep my content flow going. But the minute I touched down, I was like, nope, I do not want to be doing this. I actually want to take a real vacation. I want to completely get off social media I don't want to send any emails. I just want to live in the moment and not have to worry about everything else that was going on back home. And so that's exactly what I did. And for those two weeks, I learned some really valuable lessons as well. And that's what I want to talk about today on the show. Because if you're like me, you worry a lot about your business and you worry about what happens if I don't show up in it. And I think that's been very much drilled into our heads as well with the constant online dialogue that happens that if we really want to be successful, we need to be going all the time. And I'm a believer in the hustle culture to a degree. I'm not a believer in the go until you tip over, but I do believe in go, go, go. And I'm not someone who buys into this whole, I'm going to sit on the beach and all the money's just going to roll in while I'm living the passive lifestyle dream that everyone tells me I should be doing online. But I think there has to be some balance in between it. At least that was my attempt on this vacation was to find that sense of balance between those two very, very different worlds. And I was terrified about doing it. I had a moment where I turned to my husband and said, this might be a big mistake. And he looked at me and said, do it anyway. And the very first lesson that I learned 
from doing it any anyway and from really unplugging from everything within the business is that contrary to what I was afraid of and what everybody online was telling me was going to happen, it actually had zero impact on my business, period. Like zero impact. My podcast downloads stayed pretty much relatively the same for the two weeks. There was a variation of maybe about five to seven downloads per episode, but nothing dramatic. And I heavily promote my show because I put out two episodes a week. So for me, not talking about my podcast episodes, I was really concerned about what it would do to my downloads. And the fact is, it didn't do much of anything. I actually had one day that was a spike day for me where some people just jumped on and started binge listening to the show. And I had hundreds of downloads on that day. Thank you very much. I will say as well to anybody who was listening, but not sitting and doing that active promotion that I normally do on social media really didn't have much of an impact on the show. It also didn't have much impact on my sales. Now, granted, I didn't make a ton of money during these two weeks. I want to be really transparent about that. I was not living the lifestyle sitting on the beach saying, oh, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars rolling in while I'm drinking pina coladas and frolicking in the waves of the ocean. There was money coming in, but it was the money that I had already forecasted would be coming in. And I didn't have zero dollar days. They weren't five figure days, but I still made money. And I credit a lot of that to the funnels I have in place with my business, but even more so to the amount of networking that I did to start my business and continue to do because it's paying off now. And because I don't rely on social media, as you all know, to be the thing that drives business for me, and I use very different tactics within my business, I wasn't worried about not posting on social and having an implication against my revenue. I was a little concerned about the implication I might have on my following, but I actually gained followers while I was gone. I didn't post and my following count went up. And the couple of odd stories that I did while I was down there, they were ones that I wanted to do. And it was fun for me just to be able to share a little bit of behind the scenes of what we were doing as a family, how we were enjoying ourselves. And I got to celebrate two birthdays when I was down there as well, my daughter and my husband. So it was a really important time for us, that I like documenting, not that I documented because I felt I had to. And my social went down as far as reach, but I also know that it will go back up because I spent so much time really focusing on understanding the type of content that really resonates with my audience that I know that I can go back on, post my strategic content again, and it will go back up. Might take a little while, but I'm also about to start a a launch. And when I'm launching, I always have very high engagement. So the timing of it actually worked out well for me. So despite the online dialogue always being, you can't walk away from your business or you need to have all of these things in place before you walk away from your business, that you better make sure you have a ton of evergreen funnels running if you want to make sure you're still making money online so you can take a vacation. None of it actually was true with me. And I quite honestly suspect that it probably wouldn't be true with a lot of people. I believe that business will go up and go down. It's an ebb and a flow. It was like fundraising. It's the same idea. When I was fundraising, we had really great months and we had some months that weren't so great. But because I forecast and because I'm very intentional about how my spending looks in my business, I'm able to stay within my budget and not have to worry that taking two weeks off is going to bankrupt me. It was a good lesson to learn. The second lesson that I really took away from this was taking this time off 
allowed me time to think about my business instead of just reacting within it. When I'm working, I'm very heads down. I'm consumed at times by my business. I'm consumed by strategy. I'm consumed by thinking about things, the next step, the next step, the next step, the next step. But it isn't always clear thinking that I'm doing. It's just responsive thinking. So walking away from the actual day-to-day of the business and getting the chance to really sit. And when I thought about my business, I was thinking about it on a much higher level. Like I was doing blue sky thinking and having the chance to sit so far up and look down at what I have and think about my vision and think about my goals for my business and think about how my business is aligning with my family and my future and my values gave me the opportunity to really think about the things that were working in it that worked well for me and the things I want to change. And one of those things that actually came out of the thinking process, while it seems really like kind of in the weeds thinking, had to do with my email marketing. I've been doing email marketing since 2008 and it's always been part of my career. Like it's been something that has been assigned to me in my career since I started. I cannot honestly tell you a time when I was not writing emails or newsletters. And I can honestly say as well, I do not remember a time when I ever enjoyed it. For me, it's a necessary task. It's not something that I like to do. And I've been noticing more and more in the business lately, even before I went on vacation, how I wasn't writing as many emails or I was sitting down to write my email and I was feeling like just so much friction in the entire process of it. I'd sit down to write a sales email and I'd fly through it because again, I like selling. No matter what type of selling I'm doing, I like to sell. But those daily or weekly emails that I had to send out or is being told, you know, again, you have to do this, Jan, it just wasn't filling me up anymore. And I actually had a couple of people unsubscribe from my list while I was on vacation, but they sent me messages about why they did. And two of the people who did are people that I'm very close to professionally. And both of them said, we're doing this not because we don't want to hear from you. We're just fed up with email. We can get our content in other places. We listen to your podcast. We catch you on social. We know what's going on in your world, Jan. We just are overwhelmed with email. And when I first saw the unsubscribes before I got those messages, I was like, oh my gosh, like I was, what did I do wrong? Because we personalize unsubscribe so much when it comes to email marketing. I know I do, that I didn't think about maybe there was a reason beyond it. I just thought, what did I do wrong? And when I got the messages coming in, explaining why people were choosing to get off of my list, being so disconnected from the business at that time gave me time to sit and think about that in a much deeper way. Because I think for me, at least right now, email marketing is something that I want to take a little bit of a break from or at least try to do something differently with it. And I know that goes against every single thing that anyone will ever say about marketing. Don't ignore your list. I don't plan on ignoring my list. My list is still going to get all my sales stuff. But I also want to send emails that are more focused on nurturing and having conversations with the people who are subscribed to me because I'm in the moment wanting to share something, that I'm able to bring value to their inbox that I'm enjoying the process of crafting this email, of writing a love letter again, instead of doing something that just feels like a tick on my to-do list. 
And I do strongly believe, especially as women, we are all starting to burn out from content, content creation and content absorption. And I don't want to be part of the problem. So allowing me time to think more strategically about how I can show up for the people that I'm here to serve in a way that's meaningful and enriching instead of it being so task focused was really beneficial for me. And I hope it will actually be beneficial for the people who are on my email list. That then they see me show up, they know they're like, well, Jan's got something to say. We want to read it. Or Jan's got something to offer. This is going to help our business. Not that it's just a little copy paste of a social media post that I'm sticking into an email to send you to let you know I have put out another podcast episode. If you listen to my show, I know you're going to get notified every time I release an episode. And you know I put one out every Tuesday and every Friday. So if you're on my email list, I want to give you something new. I intend on doing more planned time off in my business, even if I'm not traveling. Because for me, it was so beneficial, again, to be able to step back to think. And so whether it's going to be something I do once a month, which is probably the way I'm planning on shaping it right now, where I can do a couple extra days off during the week to get offline, get off social, just to sit with a book and a pen and think or to vox some of my favorite people and be like, I have some ideas I'd love to bounce off you. What do you think? I'd encourage you to think about taking some work breaks too, because being able to fill up my bucket that way and come back in excited again about what I'm doing in my business means that I will show up differently within it. And it would mean the same thing for you as well. And the last big lesson that I definitely took away from taking this break, which is more on a personal side of things, is coming away with a very strong understanding that my identity didn't involve my business for two weeks. For two weeks, I wasn't Jan Ditchville Co. I was just Jan. I was mummy. I was babes, as my husband likes to call me. I was just a person having great conversations about food and art and culture, who was reading trash magazines in the sunshine, who was creating lasting memories with my family. And for two weeks, if anyone happened to ask what it was I did for a living, and I mentioned, I said, this is what I do. The response was, oh, cool. And then it moved on to a different conversation. And I think as entrepreneurs, we get very, very, very involved in tying who we are as a person into our business, that it's so intertwined, it's difficult to separate them out, the woman from the business. And I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's healthy for me to have done it. I don't think it's healthy for any one of us to do it because just like we say, we don't want to entwine motherhood into our full identity, that we are still women, even though we're mothers, forgetting who we are as the women that we are is not good for any of us. And I don't have this one figured out yet. This isn't going to be a one where I'm going to sit down and say, here are my five top tips so you can avoid doing this because I'm still trying to figure out how I can maintain the separation between those two identities. And you know me, I'll document it once I figure it out. But that was an active moment of realization where I was like, geez, you can't do this again, Jan. You can go deep into your business. You can lose yourself in work. But at the end of the day, you need to pull yourself back out from it and fill up your bucket with other things that make you happy as a human being and that don't involve work, business, sales, 
online anything. I'll keep you posted on this one. I think we all start businesses for different reasons. Some of us start it because we're drawn to this, like we're terrible employees. Put my hand up over here and we're much better working for ourselves. Other people fall into it because it's circumstantial or happenstance. But whatever the reason is behind it, one of the things that I think all of us need to realize and actively work toward is making sure that we are the ones running our own businesses and not allowing our businesses to run us, not allowing the business to run our fears, to fuel our insecurities, to bring our old friend imposter syndrome to the party, to lose our identities within our business or our sanity within our business as well. And that we all need to take some time to unplug from this world and get back to the things that matter the most. Friendships, family, sunshine, good food, and a pina colada made with the best rum you can find. I'll keep you posted on my next trip because I'm pretty sure this wasn't going to be the last one. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at janditchfield.co. Until next time, keep it real.